This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. It's Recode Daily. I'm Adam Clark Estes. The United States is about two years into the remote work experiment brought on by the pandemic. As it turns out, workers like this arrangement. Their bosses, not so much. A lot of managers and executives want workers back in the office. Hello, Peter. What's happening? Um, I'm going to need you to go ahead and come in tomorrow, okay? We uh, lost some people this week, and... Uh, We need to sort of play catch up. Thanks. That clip from Office Space brings up another problem. Lots of people have quit in recent months, which means that whether they're at home or in an office, workers just have more work to do. So the question is, is remote work the problem or is everyone just overworked? Recode's Ronnie Mola has been writing about this phenomenon and joins us now. Hey, Ronnie. Hey, how you doing, Adam? I'm great. Well, we're two years into the pandemic, which has put this idea of working remotely into hyperdrive. What industries are still able to be remote and what kinds of work is still being done outside of a brick and mortar office type establishment? Pretty much um, anyone who works on a computer, so-called knowledge work, it's usually requires a little bit more education, pays a little bit more money, and now you get the perk of working remotely at least some of the time. And these workers are largely enjoying being remote or even partially remote. What reasons do they give for preferring the out-of-office arrangement? There's this ongoing survey by Slack uh, called the Future Forum Pulse Survey, and they interview something like 10,000 knowledge workers, by and large those of them who um, work either remotely or work in a hybrid situation where they work remotely some of the time, have reported all sorts of benefits like work-life balance, lower anxiety, they have a better sense of belonging. They also say they have better access to resources than they did when they used to come into the office. Managers, on the other hand, seem to think that it's going to stunt creativity and collaboration, that we're not going to be as innovative of a company if everyone's working from, you know, wherever. The thing is, the problem might not be remote or not remote. It might be that, like, there's just kind of too much work at work in general now. And based on folks you talk to, is there any reason to believe that not being in the office is stifling innovation? The conclusion I came to from talking to a lot of people was there is no like direct, if you're working remotely versus you're working in the office, that you're less or more creative or innovative or things like that. What we do know is that Um, If your network is smaller, if you don't talk to that many people, you're less likely to come up with creative solutions to things. And and that just sort of makes like obvious sense. Like if you have the same people thinking the same way about one problem, you're not going to look at it from different sides. So it always helps to have like a diverse group of people in the room, so to speak, on a given problem. Whether that means that because 
they're not in a physical room, this isn't happening. We we don't actually know that. So it doesn't seem that just because you're not in a physical room, it, it's a matter of like, are you actually communicating with enough people and hearing from a diverse array of voices, which is certainly possible remotely. I spoke to um, Christoph Verdell. He's a professor at Northeastern University. He said there's no difference in in the creative intelligence of a group if they're remote versus in person. We do know that if people talk to fewer people, they're less creative. What we also know is that since people have been working remotely, their network size has gone down a lot. And by that, I mean, I might talk to you and other people at Recode a lot um, on Slack, but I'm not going to talk to someone on a different team as much as I used to. And across the board, the data shows that people's networks are becoming smaller. The fear is that this will eventually lead to less creativity, less innovation. You know, there's no real proof that that's happened yet, but like it, it doesn't seem good to have, you know, one part of the organization not talking to the other part of the organization. This makes me think of some of the discussion in the early part of the pandemic when it was clear that we were going to be working remotely for a while. I think of it as sort of the, the water cooler problem that because we're not walking through the office and going to the kitchen, we're not going to like bump into people in the hallway and, and that might make us all bad at our jobs, but it just doesn't seem like that's happened. It doesn't, but there is a big thing that has happened. Okay, maybe our network size is going down. Maybe we're talking to fewer people, but that's not necessarily because we're working remotely. That's because we're overloaded. At the same time as all of this is happening, there's the great resignation where people are quitting left and right. And I don't know, when someone quits at a job, that doesn't necessarily mean there's less work. Uh, usually that means that the people who stayed behind get more work. And, and I think that's what's happening here. Um, there was a survey by a Society of Human Resource Managers that said that more than half of those who stayed at their jobs after their colleagues left said they took on more responsibilities. And 30% said they're struggling to get necessary work done. So when we posit this as like, you know, we're not innovating because we're ro working remotely. It, it seems like we're looking at the wrong issue. The issue is we just have too much work. Well, it feels like we're sort of approaching a crossroads. The Omicron variant is starting to fade in parts of the country. And I know our own company, we got an email re recently that said that we're going to start moving back towards that in-office experience and arrangement. Do you think that we're going to kind of swing it one way or the other, stay remote or swing back to uh, more in-office work. Um, I guess the real question is, are the bosses going to win this argument? <laughs> well, I, it's a fool's errand to try to figure out like when the pandemic will be over because we've tried this before. But um, I spoke to someone early on in the pandemic who focuses on work and collaboration. And he said something to the effect of like, the longer this goes on for, the more permanent it will be. And, you know, it's been two years now. People have moved uh, they've gone to different places. I'm in upstate New York talking to you from the middle of the woods. Like, it's hard to unwind some of the decisions that people made. And in light of this really tight hiring situation in which companies are saying they're struggling to find people, it, it doesn't strike me as a good idea to force people to come back because the people who want to work remotely are going to try to find a job somewhere else. We also know from data from LinkedIn, for example, that jobs that say they're remote or that allow remote work get way more applications than those that aren't. So I think at least for the time being and probably forever, you know, the, our options are going to be much more flexible than they used to be. And have some companies already gone and just made that call and said, we're going to fully 
embraced the remote work lifestyle and you, no need to go back to the office? Yeah. I mean, there were companies that were doing this before the pandemic. A lot more are doing so now. I'm, I mean, our very own company asked us what we want to do, um, whether we want to come into the office or whether we want to remote work remotely. So this is absolutely a big thing that's on the table. There was a survey that said that something like 30% of executives said that they'd consider letting people work remotely uh, full-time. And then it was more than half said that they were going to do a hybrid situation. So the possibility to work remotely is definitely here to stay, at least for a majority of knowledge working jobs. Ronnie, thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me. Today's episode was produced by John Ahrens and engineered by Christian Ayala. I'm Adam Clark Estes. Thanks for listening.